0: Welcome to Life-Giving Water Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and, through the internet, deliver it to you. Today's message is part two of a four-part series entitled, Fresh Start, with today's uh, title being, Hens and Chicks, based off of Luke, chapter 13, verses 31 through 35. And so, let us dive into the Word today. At that time, some Pharisees said to him, Get away from here if you want to live. Herod Antipas wants to kill you. Jesus replied, Go tell that fox that I will keep on casting out demons and healing people today and tomorrow, and the third day I will accomplish my purpose. Yes, today, tomorrow, and the next day I must proceed on my way, for it wouldn't do for a prophet of God to be killed except in Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem the city that kills the prophets and stones the messengers how often i have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her beneath her chicks beneath her wings but you wouldn't let me and now look your house is abandoned and you will never see me again until you say blessings on the one who comes in the name of the lord amen Jesus refused to be distracted from his divine mission by dangers or frustrations. We are called to follow his example of steadfast purpose in fulfilling our mission. A fresh start requires steadfast purpose and accepting God's embrace. In the midst of change, there are people who might sabotage you sabotage excuse me might sabotage you or make a uh, fresh start difficult people may miss or resist the why of your change the reason for it for instance in 2019 i spent the year negotiating with a local martial artist formerly an officer in the NYPD to come up with a way to start a martial arts ministry focused on building self-respect, discipline, endurance, service, and other such good values. And we were looking to specifically give a discounted rate to those who could afford and to give scholarships to those who could not. Um, So that we would build a ministry that, that gave kids, especially those who are in need, a chance to get off the streets, a chance to do something constructive and healthy that teaches the same values we uphold in the church, and to actually connect them to Jesus Christ and the church as well. And uh, I was going to be in part involved in that aspect of it, and we were looking to contract out to this uh, to this martial artist who was a you know a black belt, I think a few times over, and. Uh, And uh, and was just uh, really wanting to get back into teaching. And he was also a Christian who understood the the um, or is a Christian, I should say, who understands the 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 meaning of ministry and and the purpose of, uh, you know, you know, uh, spreading Jesus Christ to people. So uh, it was it was a win win as far as uh, I thought. And it took a while uh, to get, you know, all things in place because there are a lot of misconceptions and misinformation out there about the martial arts. Too many MMA cage matches and ninja action movies, I suppose, that uh, cause people to think that it is ultimately about fight, fighting and violence. The truth, uh, it couldn't be f- it couldn't be further from the truth, actually, if you take martial arts... The only part of martial arts that you do learn uh, uh, that requires fighting possibly is self-defense. If somebody's attacking you, how do you defuse the fight? That's that's what martial arts teaches you, how to defuse, how to how to avoid fighting, and if you can't avoid fighting, how to end the fight as quickly as possible and defuse it. Um, but the truth is they don't realize that not all martial arts are about fighting at all. For instance, Tai Chi is a form of martial arts, and that is about inner peace and centering balance. Still, we did, as a church, uh, in 2019, approve at the end of it, approve the ministry. But uh, some people were not happy about that. Some people left the church because over it, because they disapproved of a ministry they hadn't that hadn't even gotten off the ground yet. It hadn't even been given a chance to really uh, be developed or or succeed and people still had those misconceptions you know about fighting and whatnot and now i i bring i bring that example up to simply point out that change is really hard like i really had a vision for this i thought this was great and there were other people in the church who had that vision too people very excited about it and uh i think more people were excited about it than not um, but just because you and others may be excited about something doesn't mean everybody is yet ready for that change. And, and so I bring that up just to simply point out that, that change is really hard. If we haven't done it before, how do we know it's good? How do we know that something like, something new like a martial arts ministry is what Jesus would want when Jesus told us to turn the other cheek? No matter the fact that the district, no matter the fact that the district superintendent lent her support and encouragement, no matter that a few other churches have martial arts ministries, some people would not hear the facts because of the perception. The fear of what is unknown makes change hard, and when people are afraid, they feel threatened and work to undermine the change. Ironically, the Peacemakers Martial Arts Ministry was never to be. Why? You got it. In the midst of developing it, COVID hit and sealed the deal. That was the final nail in the coffin, really. Having two or more years to reflect and having read the fact that people were not ready for that type of ministry, I just let it go. However, I am still proud of our church leaders for listening and learning and stepping out in faith and in deciding to approve such a new and different kind of ministry approach, but yeah, change is hard. In today's uh, passage, Jesus is talking to the religious people of the time. I want you to briefly consider how people of faith have resisted God's purpose. When has God offered the church or the community a fresh start, but they have resisted or refused? For example, a new pastor, a change of music, uh, an addition of a new service, use of technology, how we pray, who we serve or with whom we serve. I want to first say that while the Gospels and biblical interpretation often present the Pharisees in a negative light, here we can see that there were some Pharisees who were not hostile to Jesus. In verse 31, it says, at that time, some Pharisees came to him, get away from here if you want to live. Herod Antipas wants to kill you. This is what some of these Pharisees are saying to Jesus. They're trying to warn and protect Jesus. They want him to play it safe, but like the other Pharisees and even many, uh, even many of, of Jesus' own disciples, they, they do not get it. They do not understand why he would risk danger to himself for the sake of his purpose. Even though their intentions are good, they are still resisting the new thing Jesus is doing in his ministry of casting out demons and performing cures. Despite the real and present danger, despite the real and present danger, Jesus persists even when it is not understood or accepted. How often do we get sidetracked from the new thing God is doing in and through us, sometimes even by well-intended people, whether that be others or ourselves? Now, the animal illustrations in this passage show the extremes. A fox, uh, well, foxes are cute, really, but in terms of being a predatory animal, the fox is dangerous, it's risky, it's sly, it's a predator, right? A hen... Uh, in the sense of being a mother, is protective, loving, and caring. And again, it is a feminine, motherly image versus a hyper-masculinized and sly one. In this passage, Jesus calls Herod a fox. Herod is the type of person who kills those who oppose him rather than risking change. And take note. Fresh starts can feel threatening to those who dislike change. God, as shown in Jesus, is both redeemer and protector. In Jesus, we are offered a fresh start and freedom from the oppressor. Yet in a fight between a fox and a hen, a fox is much more likely to win. Jesus once again defies expectations here, Choosing the gentle strength of a hen instead of the violent strength of a fox. Now, for the animals themselves, the, the illustration isn't entirely fair because you, you uh, get mommy hen uh, mad at you, you're likely to get pecked by her and pecked by the rooster who isn't going to be happy you're in, in the roost. And, uh, you know, foxes can be loving, caring mothers too. Um, so, but the point of this, Jesus is using this illustration to show, you know, like that predator fox versus the mother hen. And he's using both the, the feminine and masculine, um, uh, natures of, of how we envision those animals, uh, to show us this, to show us that, um, that, uh, you know, our our expectations are not God's expectations. And so Jesus, again, as I said, defies the expectations by choosing the gentle strength of a mother hen instead of the violent strength of a predatory fox. And this continues a pattern that that has been established in Luke just prior to this passage in Luke 13, verses 18 through 30, where the lesser or apparently smaller uh things turn out, turns out to be greater. For, for example, yeast, the mustard seed, the least and the last. Finally, finally, Jesus is lamenting over the city he loved and tried to minister to, but they refused him. Jerusalem is known for killing those who were sent by God prophets such as John the Baptist. This is another example of how humanity resists the change that God offers that will lead to salvation. And I want you to make note of this. Jesus quotes Psalm 118 verse 26 saying, You will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. This is also a reference to or a foreshadowing of the Palm Sunday narratives when Jesus enters Jerusalem lauded as Messiah before being crucified later that week. Jesus knows, even at this point, that his purpose will lead him to and through both the praise and the rejection of the people. Nothing. Nothing, neither others' praise nor their rejection, nothing will stop him from his ministry, from the fresh start he has to offer the world. So I want you to consider, I want to invite you to consider how you tend to resist the vision that God offers. And we all do. I know I have and sometimes still do. I want you to invite, I want to invite you to consider How to how you tend to resist the vision that God offers when God offers a fresh start, God offers vision as well as protection, God will offer strength from unexpected places, sometimes in ways that will not be recognized by the world or those around us. How have you? seeing God's vision in hindsight how can this strengthen how can this strengthen your faith that God is at work today in this fresh start often when you're making a change often when you're making a change there will be people who will not see your vision there will be people who, like Jerusalem, cannot see how God is at work doing something new. We can be lovingly persistent in our God-given purpose or we can as we face challenges and, and, and possibly even resistant. We, resistance, we, we can be lovingly persistent. We can persist through anything if we put our faith in Jesus Christ and trust Him to lead us in the right ways together there is nothing nothing we can't do without with I mean with Jesus on our side. Let us rise up and embrace whatever new things God has in store for us. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we just thank you and praise you for this opportunity to be here and to be uh hearing your word and and what you have to say to us uh today and so lord uh thank you for um you know for the inspiration for putting this message together for being able to deliver it and for those who are here and able to hear it and ponder on it and and uh hopefully together lord we all grow in faith and we all grow in uh placing our trust rooting our trust and our faith in you uh and all of these things we thank you and praise you and uh, we look forward to serving you in all ways that we can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so, friends, it's a great blessing to have you here uh, today, to, uh, as, as it is every week, and uh, to be able to bring these messages to you, but also for you to, um, you know, to, to get something out of them. And, uh, and hopefully, as I said in the prayer, hopefully we are all growing together in faith. Um, that is the that is what we are supposed to do as Christians. We all have our different roles to play, but God is blessing us all so that we may be blessings to others. And so, with that said, friends, uh, I want you to, to invite you to check out the episode notes. If you're able to uh, contribute and help out, great. Um, if you're you know supporting another church, that is what should be the priority. But if you can support us both, uh, both of us would be grateful. And uh, and both of us are serving uh, the same Lord. So. Uh, That's a that's a great thing. And uh, with that said, I just want to remind you that you are richly blessed so that you may be a blessing to others. Go in peace.